Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 welcome to the andrea k show she's blonde five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress here she is andrea k Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank you. Ooh, yes. Thank you so much. Uh, many people in media are already off. Got filling guest hosts, not us. No, no, no. The crack duo of the AK Show are in the house live, babies. In fact, we are streaming live on the Facebook page of TheAnswerSanDiego.com, as well as I've shared that into our special little private little Facebook group called Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And I've also shared it to my public Facebook page, Andrea K. Follow me on Twitter as well, at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram. Been a while since I've been on Parlor. We were talking about Parlor earlier. It's, I don't really think it's taken off. Um, it's just not. There's, you know, for some reason, it, it, I don't know. Are you guys on Parlor? If you are, you know, find me there at Andrea K. Um, I need to make a point, you know, because there are many conservatives there, but I don't think it's going to replace Twitter. Um, but anyway, uh, 888, here's the most important thing for you to guys to keep in mind tonight. We have cleared the decks tonight. We didn't book any guests for the show tonight uh, because we wanted to make room for anybody who feels like calling in. 888-344-1170. We had a tale of two presidential candidate visits today. Did, did We had Biden... Did he take Kenosha or did Kenosha swallow him up and eat him up? I got some gaffes to read out to y'all about him uh, today in Kenosha. And Trump did a rally in Pennsylvania. And what a glorious and beautiful sight it was, as our friend Scott Pressler said, as he as he put out on Twitter and Instagram today. When conservatives gather together, we celebrate America. When Democrats gather together, they burn down America. Couldn't have said it better myself. 888 We've got to talk about that. There's also breaking news kind of out of New York. We've got another police incident. At least that's what the left is trying to put out there. Much, much uh, to get into tonight as we roll into the weekend. And the man who keeps it rolling every night of the week is my partner in crime. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. Yesterday, I met in this very room. Yeah, ready for the weekend. Big time. Yeah. Um, so I had a meeting this morning. Uh, might as well confess. I get together with my church ladies on Thursday mornings and I, I'm thinking I'm going to get back and just see, you know, check in you know, on Twitter to see if it's trending. Didn't see anything about Biden. And, you know, my meeting took up most of the morning and I thought clearly, 
you know, if you watched President Trump, I mean, the second Trump got off the plane in Kenosha, he had sound bites rolling and had incredible things to say and things that he was offering the community. You mean people aren't following Joe? Well, well, they are or they well, they are. And that's the kind of the point, because when you know that it's not about what you report, but also about what you refuse to report. So when Joe was not trending, then that tells you right there that they didn't want anybody to be paying attention to his visit because, of course, he stepped in it, right? Here's a couple of things that happened today that are notable about his visit. He's supposedly going there uh, to unify people. Okay, if you want to unify, um, what's your idea of un- un- unity? It To me, it's reaching to everybody who's affected in the community, Yes. Yeah, you're going you're going to have a lot of different people from a lot of different beliefs and a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different lifestyles and you're going to want to reach to every single one of those to bring everybody together. Right, everybody who's been affected by what is considered Correct. to be a tragedy. Um, that didn't happen today. Biden, first of all, people were like, why Why is Biden, the clips that I did see, people are like, why is Biden, when he's standing in a room giving a speech with nobody around him wearing a mask? Well, first of all, that's to cover up the controversy surrounding the Democrats and mask hole of the House, Pelosi. That's what the mask thing was about, trying to, trying to continue to masquerade as though uh, there is a need for mask mandates everywhere when we know that there's not. Um, but uh, he did meet with the Blake family, Jake. Jacob Blake's family, Jacob Blake's father, of which um, when you choose to meet with a family, even if you even if you believe of which there is no evidence that whatever, even if you believe that what happened to him was wrong and that he wasn't that it wasn't a justified shooting, there is still no evidence that he was shot because of his skin color. But even if you believe that he was, you have to look at this family and question why the vice former vice president of the United States and presidential candidate who was supposedly going there to 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 as a show of unity, why he would meet with a family with a father that has put the post on Facebook that this man has. Let me just read to you a couple. One day, pink toes will burn. Do you know what pink toes refers to, DJ Potato Skins? No, I saw that earlier, and I I have never heard that expression, so I don't know. White people, in particular white women. He has posted on Facebook, one day, pink toes will burn. F-R-F-R. That means for real, for real. I'm with Farrakhan 100. Is there anybody out there who who believes for a second that Louis Farrakhan is not an anti-Semitic racist who referred to Jewish people as termites? Yeah, that's who this man is. Uh, all kinds of posts about crackers. Yeah, this man posts that uh, know who the black Hebrew Israelites are. That was the that's the black uh, Muslims that were calling. Uh, the, nobody paid any attention to this. Very few people did when the when Nicholas Sandman and the other Catholic boys from the Catholic schools were on the steps. Who was starting that racist thing? It was the black Hebrew Israelites calling them crackers. They're a racist movement in this country. That's who Joe Biden met with today. I'm so grateful that Trump didn't meet with these anti-Semitic, racist jack wagons of a family. On top of the fact that this man had a felony arrest warrant out for him at the point of which he resisted arrest and tried to beat up with cops. And what was that felony arrest warrant for? Assault. Sexual assault of a young woman. So that's who Joe Biden met with today. Oh, he, oh he's so proud he was on the phone with that, that, that man. I wouldn't have gone near him with a 20-foot foot pole 
if I was running for president of the United States. So do not tell me that Joe Biden was there as a show of unity. Now let's get to the good part. <laughs> oh, I haven't even got juicy yet, eh? We haven't even gotten to the gaffes. He's so gaff-tastic. It's another reason why, y'all know. Did I not say it, Skins, that no, we, you and I did not believe that Joe Biden's speech at the Democrat convention was live? There is zero percent chance that that there is no way that could be live. No way. No way it was live. Here's a couple of his gaffes today in, in a speech. He, he cracked a joke as he was talking about raising taxes on people. Yeah, you're in a community that's just been burned, business after business after business, burned to the ground by these rioters, these mobs, and you're going talking about raising taxes on people? That in and of itself is ridiculous. Then he makes a joke, Potato Skins, that if he keeps talking about raising taxes anymore, that uh, and he points to a guy in the crowd and says, he'll shoot me. Oh, Joe, that was not <laughs> in the best of taste, my friend. Uh, yeah, but it gets even better. Even if you even if you didn't realize the the physical as he gets off the plane, notice how absolutely frail he looked. Um, oh, he looks you, bad. He looks really bad, and the bad face. Um, you know, um, and part of me still feels sorry for him. I know I shouldn't, but I do. No, don't. Here's what here's what he had to say today, and help me. You know, and you're hearing this for the first time. I think so. Maybe I am. Yeah. So uh, clean the wax out. Okay, listen closely. And translate this for me, interpret this for me. Tell me what this means. He says, if you're a white guy who can afford a lawyer and you're charged with a crime, you're not charged with nine crimes, nine, and given nine alternatives and say, if you plead to the lay, the the least one, we're going to put you on probation and but you have no lawyer. He goes on. Hang on. Let me get too many. Or, or you have a public defender who's getting paid. Half the federal prosecutors getting paid. Public defenders are going to get paid the same. Of federal public defenders, the same amount as prosecutors are going to get paid. So you have representation. Can I get out my uh, my uh, my decoder ring for this, please? Because <laughs> I'm trying to follow along. Or I'm not either intelligent or this is just a jumble of words. This is the most pathetic, ridiculous word salad wow. I have and this, ever. And this is word for word. This is this is word for word. This was been transcribed. Jeez this is the, yeah. This is not unlike the other word salad. From the other day in which he said, COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the, here's the lives. It's just, it's a mean, mean, think about it. More lives this year than any other year for the past 100 years. This man is, uh, it's not funny that he's, no, you know, it, 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 the cognitive issues going on with him aren't funny. But the real joke's on us that, that somebody this frail mentally is actually possibly going to become the president of the United States if they are allowed to steal this election through mail-in ballot. If they're allowed to steal this election and, and people say that I'm wrong and I don't think that I am, I say within the first two months, if Joe Biden wins, help us God, that you will see him step down due to mental conditions and Kamala Harris will take over. Well, you know, Judge Napolitano, who I'm not a fan of, but he does know the Constitution, was asked today whether or not the theory that's been going around as if there is not an electoral announcement, if the mail-in ballots, and you listen to what the Democrats are saying, and they're going, look, be prepared for a rough ride, you libs, because the night of the election, you're going to hear Trump won, but take heart, there's not going to be a concession, we're going to wait and see what happens with these mail-in ballots, and be prepared for a bumpy ride. If we do not have, and many people have been saying, so what happens if there's no... Oh, I know where you're going, and this scares the living daylights out of me. Well, of 
according to Judge Napolitano, the way it could play out is if at the time in which President Trump's initial first term ends, which is January 20th, if the Electoral College has not selected a president, it does go to the Speaker of the House, whoever that is. So this is another reason why we absolutely need to retake the House. Because these Democrats know exactly what they've been doing with the mail-in balloting. Shame Just on the, as important as the presidency. Sh- yeah, shame on the Republicans for allowing it to get to this point. This is why we should have never gone with absentee ballots for anybody but the military. And I've had people say to me, even conservatives, well, don't you think we should make, you know, absent? No, no. I, you, you know, you, you, this is your opportunity to vote. You plan a vacation on voting day, on election day, and you don't vote, that's on you. We should not be, we, the idea that, oh, somebody should have the luxury to plan a vacation or plan something else to take them out of town. So, and I, I don't, it might have even been Tom DeBocaro who said that on the I show. I think so. And I know, this, and the, this is the reason why. Because they are always playing the long game. It's death by a thousand cuts. And the second we open things up to non-in-person voting for anybody but our military has set the stage for this to happen now. It set the stage for ballot harvesting. It has set the stage for mail-in balloting. This is why you must understand that whatever the Democrats are saying they want today, it is only the first step. You've got to look at the second and third and the fourth level implications of everything that they want and see where they're going down the road. We should have never gone the way of absentee balloting convenience has led us to the point where now we're in a position where the Democrats literally are planning to steal the election. we got to take a break. Did you want to add something? I did real quickly. I just want to say that I actually have been a registered absentee voter, even though sometimes I just I forego that and go into the polls. But until recently, just until this election started heating up, that I even realized myself, you know what? This isn't even the way to go. I completely agree with you. If you physically can't get to the polls, have somebody take you to the polls. The only people that should be allowed the excuse is is the military. Well, somebody takes a vacation. Why are you? If your vote means that much to you and voting means that much to you, you won't plan a vacation on, no, on no, the second no way on Tuesday in November. You know why are you doing that anyway? Go Thanksgiving. But if you want to take a vacation, take a vacation. But w- w- why should our election integrity be um, compromised so that you, for your convenience, you can take a vacation? Sorry. When it comes it's to pretty this. pretty common when the election day is. Most people know it. So just you, you plan around it. Exactly. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to talk. Uh, there's some, some horrendous news happening here in California. And let me tell you, as it comes to legislation with pedophilia, and so goes California. So you're going to want to stay tuned for this, as well as the Democrats' plan um, for looters. So if you're a small business owner, particularly a retailer, you're going to want to hear this as well. Don't go away. Sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. We had a tale of two presidential candidates today. One that just got swallowed up by the moment, bless his heart, uh, and this was just his usual gaff tastic 
himself, Joe Biden, in Kenosha, and then our man Trump rallying in Pennsylvania, and he was on fire. For those of you who criticized President Trump saying that his speech at the RNC was not his usual lit self because he had to keep on point and keep on the script, well, let me tell you, he was back in rare form tonight at his rally, busting Biden all over the place for backtracking, saying initially that he would shut down this country at will as an authoritarian and backing off that, then uh, backing off the what he said about banning fracking and everything about uh, crooked Biden and Hyden, Joe Hyden, all of that. He was on fire tonight and in Pennsylvania. But we're going to go to the phones real quick before we uh, get to some other topics happening here. Uh, Tony from Ramona's on the line. He wants to say something about hydroxychloroquine. We haven't heard that name in a while. Hey, Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andrew. I really appreciate everything you do and say. I know you want this country to get open and there's no reason for masks. So I'm thinking, okay, I get sick. Can I get hydroxychloroquine from my doctor? I call. No, they can't get it. I got to go through a testing place. And then I guess if I have it, they'll get me the medicine. I have a friend. She goes to Arch Health. Talks. I say, ask your doctor what if you get sick. She's 80 years old. He said, we don't have it. We're waiting for the vaccine. I go to Costco. I said, uh, do you guys have uh, hydroxychloroquine available for dispensing to doctors that request it? No, we don't. It's not good for you. <gasps> they I mean, said that? I mean, yeah. Wow. Young pharmacist there. I mean, God bless her. She's just reading whatever they give her. But, I mean, are you kidding me? So, I mean, I think people got to call their doctor and say, if I'm sick, how do I get hydroxychloroquine if I want it? Well, yeah, I, I guess maybe what we'll need to do is is send the feds into all these governors and, and all these doctors who got it all for their family members and stockpiled it for themselves. You know, this is yeah. a drug or, or maybe you, you have to lie and say, well, you know what? I've been exposed to malaria or I'm going to go to Honduras and then maybe, you know, they'll they'll hand you some or, or you know, I, I don't know. I mean, clearly they've got to have these they've got to have this drug available because it's taken so widespread. I have family members that took it before scuba diving trip and other family yeah. members that have taken it for anti-inflammatory diseases. But I saw this doctor. I talked to her about her last night on last night's show, Simone Gold. I saw her on a talk show yesterday. She's one of the doctors that did the video on the steps of the Capitol. And in this, in, she was fired for talking yep. about hydroxychloroquine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she showed on this interview I saw yesterday three inches thick of study after study after study and all the cases in which hydroxychloroquine in combination with the z and zinc yep. has saved lives. There's no excuse for it. We even know yesterday there was another report about steroids, corticosteroids that have also been effective, um, but they're cheap. And this is this is about, as this doctor said yesterday, this is literally a crime against humanity when they know that there is a cheap drug that saves lives and you're not allowed to take it because they literally are okay with people dying in order to keep us submissive, keep us in our homes, us being uh, forced to wear these mind control devices called masks. Businesses continue to be shut down and economically destroyed. It's all about power. And I posted a meme. Somebody gave me credit for it today. No, I didn't. I'm not a meme creator, but it's not a real pandemic. When you are lying, when you're having to use phony models, when you're withholding drugs that will cure people, it's not a legitimate pandemic when you're fudging the numbers and attributing deaths to, to a disease that that didn't die from the disease. It's a, it's a psychological ops operation. The disease is real, but the way that it's been exploited for power is the real crisis and crime. Let me read your numbers real quick, Tony, before I have to let you know. One go one American News. 
uh, had on one of their reports a Stanford study that said uh, you have a one in 852,000 chance of getting hospitalized with COVID. And yep. yet we're and yet we've destroyed our economy for it. And, and businesses continued and whole industries continue to be shut down. And if you're between the ages of 50 and 64 years old, your chances of dying from COVID are one in 19.1 million. Yeah. There's one, no you, and yeah. one last point. You, you know, the drugs being controlled when a guy that I know, he says you can't get it in Tijuana now. You used to, but you mm. can't now. Yeah, in fact, they stopped. Uh, the The doctor that I saw yesterday, I'm glad you brought that up. This was a drug that was widespreadly sold over the counter around the world, and they stopped selling it over the counter around the world in February. And she's like, why was this, before this even became such a widespread global pandemic, was this drug pulled off the shelves around the world? Now, I'm not saying that it's a pandemic. I'll leave that out there for you. But that it, it, the fact that it's been pulled, DJ Potato Skins is going crazy in there. Tony, got to leave it there. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. You're going crazy back there, my well, friend. Well, that's why, because, uh, and I think I might have the date wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was back in 2017 that Dr. Fauci came on and said that there would be, during the Trump administration, a surprise health, I don't know if you use the word pandemic, but crisis so you can say it's not planned but i don't know all the ducks seem to line up in a row well what here's what we do know we do, we know that the democrats look for crises that they can exploit and and you can call you one way for it to be a pandemic is not necessarily to plan the virus you know, how how can we manufacture this but gee how can we use this to our favor and that is not conspiracy theory uh when you look at these democrat governors when you look at what gavin newsom is doing with his new color-coded chart that does not have green on it now where's the green gavin there's, no, there's if you and if you look at some of the counties there is no way it says in his in his reopening plan that the only way that you can reopen open is no additional positive test results for and COVID. And that can't happen. We know it can't there, it can't happen because we have a virus out there that spreads. That's like saying you will be shut down forever unless we no longer have the flu. I was just going to say that. Yeah, there's always going to be a case. There's always going to be a case. And we also know that they're forcing people to be positive. That's one reason why they've now got in. If you go to a restaurant, they want you to give your name so they can do contact tracing because they want to force people to be tested. So if somebody tests positive in a restaurant that you visited that night, they they want to be able to come to your home and force you to get tested. Did you know that happened to Sebastian Gorka? And he said, okay, well, I'm not signing this. How badly do you want your money? And they walked away. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, you know, uh, or you can give you I, I could go with Squeegee Beckenheim and give Nancy Pelosi's phone number. But I, I don't know if the way they're following up with it is you've got to give your your name and your phone number and, and ID to prove who you are. But the only reason for why they would be doing all this contact tracing stuff to want to be able to visit you and force you to take a test is so that they can keep the case count where it is so that they can continue to have forced closures. There is no common sense reason for us at this point. It was supposed to be flatten the curve, not stop the spread and not now zero cases. Wake up, America. If any of you out there are buying into this crap, you need some medication because it is clear that this is nothing but an exploitation for power. And um, somebody tweeted out today or somebody put on Instagram, I'm done wearing a mask. If I can't go into your business, blank your business. Have fun being a slave for the next two years while you operate at 25% capacity and Amazon swallows up all your capital. That's the fate of all the obedient lemmings as they orchestrate mass riots. I'm hearing more and more of that, Andrea. 
out there in the public? Well, but the, we a lot of the lemming stuff going on is that not every state is requiring it. Correct, correct. That's different. It's being, the states are requiring it now. So now you don't have a business in San Diego that doesn't have no mask, no entry. There's no choice or you don't have a business. Or, or, or yeah, or, well, I guess the businesses don't have to do it, but, that, but many of the businesses... Um, you know, as a consumer, you don't have a choice because there's not a business out there that I right. can find that's not requiring it. So unless you want to have everything delivered to your home, you know, if you want to go I- I- into a store and buy anything, you got to wear a mask. Um, okay, so we're going to take a break. I promised you guys some other stories happening here that have to do with pedophilia. We got to get into this because while everybody's focused on coronavirus, see, this is something else. While they've got everybody locked in their homes, scared to death over a virus that they've got no chance of catching or dying from practically, what are they else are they trying to get over on us in the meantime? Well, you'll find out when we come back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I love my listeners out there. You guys are the best. You guys email me at andreakshow.com. Show suggestions, topic ideas. You give me feedback. Um, somebody brought it to my attention about uh, SB 145. You heard about that state uh, state bill? S- uh, uh, you have to tell me what it's about. I usually don't keep track of the numbers. Um, well, you know, in a nutshell, under the guise of being anti-discriminatory to the LBGT community, they've decided that we that uh, there needed to be a change to the sex offender registry. So now, because of the way that LBGT community has sex, and I'm trying to do this in a rated G. I can tell. Uh, yeah. So SB1, but here's it in a nutshell. SB145 would allow a sex offender who lures a minor with the intent to commit a felony, a sex act, mm-hmm. the ability to escape registering as a sex offender as long as the offender is within 10 years of age of the minor. No specification is made as to whether the sex offender is straight or LBGT. That makes zero sense. Right. Um, the theory is is that um, the way sex the sex registry if, was before is that you could have an 18-year-old young man and a 15-year-old girl and... Um, they, you know, that 18 year old doesn't get listed as a sex offender, but I, I, it's hard for me to explain without being without violating and getting into describing sex acts here. But here's the bottom line. Basically, they're now in, in order to, um, whereas before it was about types of sex, they're now making it about age. This is so hard to do over the radio while keeping oh, it, it is. clean. But here's it. But so now you, 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 by including um, making it open to the OBGT people, they've now added in, they've made it possible um, with the 10-year thing for an 18-year-old and an 8-year-old. Eight, eight it's basically paved the way for pedophilia by opening up. Yeah, it, yeah. I I hate that I ha- I'm, I'm sound like I'm struggling so much, but I'm trying to no, avoid but, I mean, describing you're, you're the trying, sex I mean, act. Over the airwaves, you're trying to be respectful. I get it. Well, yeah, I am. But here's what you need to know. Under the guise of supposedly, um, because it, it, in the scenario that they're 18 and 15, 
um, you know, that that scenario, they don't get put on the registry is the theory. But if it's um, 18 and 15 and it's an, another type of sex, oral or anal sex, there I say it, those people would get listed on the sex re- registry. This is according to their justification. So inst- but, you know, if that was the only reason why they wanted to make a change to the sex, uh, you know, registry, then they would just make it be about that. They wouldn't add in the 10 years. The, do you see what I'm saying? I don't see a reason why they need to go with the age thing. They didn't I, think need the, to, yeah. I think the act is just the act. Exactly. So in order to make it seem as though they're trying to remove discrimination against the OBGT community because of a particular type of sex, it's really about pedophilia. Because otherwise, why do you need to put in this 10-year thing? Why do you need to make it possible for an 18-year-old and an 8-year-old? Or, you know, 19 and 11? Or 20 and 12? That's what they've done here. They've paved the way for pedophilia under the phony guise of being anti-discriminatory with a sex offender registry. Uh, and it's disgusting. It's dis- it dis- it's despicable. In fact, there have been during pride parades, there have been signs put up where they put an LBGTP because they have long been trying to pierce uh, the use the LBGT community to pierce the veil of pedophilia. I didn't know about the, that additional letter. I didn't know they've been trying for that. Yes. So this is what's going on in California. This is what's going on in California. They and they do not stop. It's all day, every day. How can they tear down everything related to our culture, our Judeo-Christian principles and values? Well, that's why you're telling people to fight, because we, we have to. We can't just talk about it because they're working all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, and for the people who knew about this, this was coming down. Where's the Republican Party been to fight against this? Yeah, this is the sad thing is this is the first time I've heard about it. And oh, by the way, I'm okay with anybody who has sex with a minor being charged, being charged with a crime of statutory rape and being placed on the sex offender registry. I don't care if you're 18 and 15 and in hetero and heterosexual. That doesn't matter. If you're under the age of consent, if 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 a child is under the age of consent and you're an adult, you don't have a sex act with it with an under with a minor. Period. Period. We got to get into this gray area. Well, you know, we got judges going, well, you know, 18 and nine, you know, and a 15 year old. Well, what's an 18 year old boy or, or woman, girl doing with a 15 year old? They're underage. Stay away from them. This is where there is right and wrong. There are some things that should be absolutely black and white with no gray area. And the left is always trying to find a gray area in which they can push and push and push to destroy the fabric of our country. It's despicable and it's disgusting. Um, speaking of despicable and disgusting, how do I transition from that? I probably should have maybe saved that towards the end because I'm probably oh, running really off my Joe. listener. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also in California, you know, Joe, no, Joe didn't meet with any business owners today. <laughs> yeah. No sympathy at all for people who, whose lives, including minority businesses whose lives have been destroyed. And it's because I referenced yesterday, I think it was, that there is, that's all a part of it. Whether, and it's not just the, the Black Lives Matter on the fringe who think that it's okay to burn down businesses and loot them. We saw the Black Lives Matter gal in New York City who said, look, this is our reparations. So what that they went into Gucci and all these Upper East Side boutiques and took off the shelves, that's their reparations if they needed to eat. Well, you know, what's the problem with that? And you see interviews with people on the street in Minneapolis and in Kenosha and other places that are saying, well, even if they don't even think of it as reparations, they go, what's the big deal? The business has insurance. Well, this is why 
We've do we we have destroyed this country by by damaging our education system. There should be nobody out there who's an adult who doesn't understand that that or who 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 doesn't understand. Um, everybody should be. There should be basic business classes taught to kids in the schools, at least in high school, about how businesses operate in this country. The basics of economics. Because if you're thinking out there that it's okay to burn down a business because they've got insurance and that that does not somehow damage the community, that that it's like a victimless crime, how do we have adults in this country who think that way? Yeah, my kids have been out of high school for about four years now. And I'll tell you what the sad thing is, they didn't learn any of that in high school. And that's just wrong. It, what ends up happening is even if, first of all, insurance, that's like burning. That's like it, it's the equivalent of going and burning down somebody's house and thinking, well, what's the big deal? Or going and stealing their TVs and all their they stuff. Insurance, they've, got, they've got insurance. Well, first of all, you're you're taking somebody's you're you're stealing, whether you're burning it down or looting. You are destroying somebody's property. First of all, that is morally a crime. With all these people running around saying that Trump doesn't have any moral compass and all these Republicans saying that former Republican officials saying that Trump's the one who doesn't have a moral compass. First of all, even if you think that a business will be OK if they've got insurance there's still a moral issue there. You just but don't do certain things. You don't do so. It's wrong to burn down or loot. Or it's called stealing, and it's a crime. And maybe if we started prosecuting crimes, we would end some of this. Instead, I think 600 looters were released uh, from Portland. But getting into the basics of business, it, it, business insurance doesn't cover everything. Just like your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover. Even if, you're, even if you had homeowner's insurance that covered your entire um structure itself does it replace all of your every item in your home does it does it cover your your personal items your sentimental items your photo albums does it replace those are there not things in businesses that are irreplaceable does not then there a cost to rebuild and what cost to the community in the process of what it's going to take for them to rebuild how many how many how many jobs have been destroyed in that community and where are the people within that community going to shop if if not in those businesses all that being said, we have the Democrats now supporting the destruction of small business. There's even a, a book out right now being sold on Amazon. And uh, it's the book is called um, Joyous and uh, that looting is joyous and it's liberatory. And this is according to the book. It says that uh, that and this person was interviewed on NPR that they do not believe that small businesses deserve to be respected or protected. And it's actually a Republican myth that has over the last 20 years really crawled. And I'm reading a quote here that has really crawled into even leftist discourse that the small business owner must be respected, that the small business owner creates jobs and is part of the community. That's actually a right wing myth. According to this book author in the book, in defense of looting, a riotous history of uncivil action, they believe that looting is not really violent. Uh, They go on to say here, in terms of potential crimes that people can commit against the state, it's basically nonviolent. You're mass shoplifting and most stores are insured. It's just hurting insurance companies on some level. It's just money. It's just property. It's not actually hurting people. This is your Democrat Party. And let me tell you, when you have the mindset that's being pushed by books and being pushed by the Democrat Party and they're supporting these movements across the country, where where does this end? Where does this end? This is the mindset that's been created by the Democrat Party. This will not end. It will will not end if Trump gets reelected. It will not end if, if Biden gets elected because we have created the mindset of 
thievery in this country. This is Marxism, the mindset that they have a right to take whatever it is that you have. Whatever you've created, what Maximo Alvarez said at the Republican convention, he said, this is the last time my family is not going to once again have to abandon what we have created on our own. But that's what it is in communism and in Marxism. So how do you think we combat it, Andrea? Well, we need to combat it by we need the Department of Justice needs to be routing out all of these organizations that are funding this because it's it's well funded. And we need to have a Republican Party. Any of you Republican that uh, like this Meg Whitman here in California, any of you saying that the moral compass is on the Democrat side, they need to be shamed and shunned. We need to be routing out. We need we, we need to be on the streets. I am all for Last night we were talking about Trump supporters being out on the streets and defending businesses. We need to be helping these businesses be defended. I think that the Department of Justice needs to be doing more to prosecute the people funding this. And I think that we need to be we need to be out there defending businesses. And we also need to be fighting back against this culture and calling them out for what they are. I agree, because you, know, you, you can talk about it until you're blue in the face, but unless somebody's taking the sides of these businesses, nothing's getting done. And we have, when we have people like the California District Attorney in Contra Costa County, what she has done is she has said, she has instructed prosecutors that they're not allowed to prosecute anybody who's looted if that person can, can justify in any way that their reason for doing it was economics. We actually have Alan on the line. He actually has a, a comment on the matter. Oh, okay. Well, hi, Alan. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you. Uh, you hit a hot button with me when you mentioned about people being insured. I'm sure that my homeowner's policy does not cover riots or civil disobedience. And I think everybody listening to the show would be good to drag out your policy and check it. And I'm sure it'd be the same for businesses. I mean, who's going to cover that kind of a thing? Because looking at what we're, what's going on right now. That's a really good point. Because not every, you know, we actually even had in San Diego County, we had people that were in these fire areas that found out that their homeowner's policy wasn't even full replacement value. And people were like, you better get out your policy and make sure even what's covered. So you're right. I had no, and even in Katrina, many people didn't realize that they didn't have, they weren't covered um, from certain types of, of hurricane damage. Just because you've got insurance doesn't mean that it covers civil disobedience and looting. That's a great point. But even if it does, it's still wrong, isn't it? Yes, oh, definitely. Uh, they burned Union Bank in La Mesa, I don't know if you remember, about two months ago. Yeah. La Mesa, of all places, one of the most beautiful retirement or just regular communities ever. And uh, my, I, I bank at Union Bank in Chula Vista, and I was going to talk to the uh, manager down there, and he hasn't been in the last couple of days, so I'm going to do it as soon as he's available to see where they're at with rebuilding Union Bank and whether it was covered by insurance. I doubt that it was. Well, and and I'll tell you, if you and here's some of the other basics of economics that these little Nimrod idiots don't seem to understand. When you file a claim with insurance, your insurance costs go up. And even if it's a full replacement policy, the chances of it actually covering the replacement because because um, things like lumber, those costs increase full replacement value is not a blank check. Okay, it's it's uh, an average value. Oftentimes it depends on what the items are and building materials and and, and what the items that you lost. But you also better have made sure that you complete that your inventory of what was in your business or what was in your home was completely well, 100 percent documented. So this is you, you know, this is absolutely despicable, Alan, that we're even having to have a conversation about whether or not businesses are OK if they get looted, if they've got insurance. That's how despicable and amoral. This Marxist left movement is. 
Yes, and another another point is uh, I think you mentioned earlier education in schools. Yeah, um, we have a big graffiti problem down here in Chula Vista, and I think it's because of the border. And that's come across as part of the I think because it's part of the Latino culture in Tijuana, and and they're just kind of allowing it up here, and they, it needs to be started in the schools with little kids because if little kids see graffiti around the community, they'll think, oh, that's the way it's supposed to be when you get to be older, when you, even when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the images of Graceland. I mean, this what's going on with. Yeah. I mean, Black Lives, some people, you know, completely destroyed all the walls around Graceland. I mean, what did Elvis Presley's estate do that has anything at all to do with Black Lives Matter? But, yeah, we've got for some reason we've got tagging, you know, going on all across this country. Our culture has shifted so much. And I don't know how much of that is. the You know, it it has anything to do with Latina influence or not, because I think we got that. We got that going on in Kenosha in Tennessee. So, you know, the 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 what the left has done to destroy the culture of America just in the last few years is absolutely shocking and there's just not enough people pushing back against it. There were Republicans and conservatives that criticized Trump for speaking out when Goodyear's tire uh Goodyear did did some training in in within their organization that said unacceptable was all lives matter and blue lives matter and the only thing acceptable was black lives matter and Trump spoke out about it and so much about the Republican convention was about this culture war and Trump's trying to do everything he can playing catch up but we need we need more of citizens pushing back and speaking out and so I thank you for calling in and educating people about that everybody check your insurance policy if you're a business owner or even a homeowner and see if you've got civil disobedience or looting uh, covered in that we're going to take a break when we come back we got more to talk about in our final segment before the holiday weekend don't go away Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew Keisha. You can you know what? I, I'm not sorry that I struggled in sharing about that AB 145 bill and this pedophilia nonsense, trying to explain that. Because you know what? Unlike the left, I'm just not comfortable talking about sex with children. No, you, there's, a, there's a very it's, fine line. It's disgusting. It's disgusting what's going on with this Democrat party. You know what's also disgusting? Hey, you know that a Trump supporter was gunned down in Kenosha, right? Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? His, his shooter still hasn't been arrested. Even though he had two pending illegal gun charges against him, still hasn't been arrested. That's just, I, I, I don't even have words for that. That's just, that's not acceptable. Yeah, still not arrested. Meanwhile, Kyle Rittenhouse was immediately arrested, overcharged with six charges, including first degree murder, before anybody even bothered to look at the videos and see that he was, it was in self defense. And then on top of it, you couldn't you couldn't find him on Facebook. You couldn't find Kyle Rittenhouse on Facebook. Uh, there was a GoFundMe at Give Send Go that was raising money for his defense. And guess what? Discover Card blocked any credit card donations to that site. Just like last night when we were doing the the update on the on the protests in D.C. with the with the shooting over there, I tried to find the story first on Google because I knew it wouldn't pop up, and it mm-hmm. did not. I had to go to DuckDuckGo to get any search results whatsoever. Well, they've already, fortunately, this give some, give a crowdfunding for uh, Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. has raised 380000 
dollars. So, um, and the, he, he he has an argument. I haven't seen all the evidence. We're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but uh, it sure looks like he's got a case for self defense. The other guy innocent until pro- proven guilty, but it there's probable cause to arrest him. You arrest the man who executed a Trump supporter. Okay crazy. We're going to be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time on Friday for Labor Day weekend. Peace out. Love you all.